Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but... Ultimately, it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> All right, y'all. What's up, everyone? It's Two Chames here, the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. And tonight, I definitely got a, a couple of special friends and guests tonight. Um, I got Jamal from real, the realfilmnews.com, uh, Giant Crab. Hello. He's no stranger to the show. Um, and I got some friends of mine from, uh, I'm just going to say, 66.6666666 of the three black geeks. Uh, D and Chris, wow. what's up, fellas? Not the much, man. That was good math, I guess. Good. <laughs> How y'all feeling, man? Doing good. Doing good. 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 Can't complain. Um, before uh, we get into the show tonight, I'm going to give uh, both of you guys opportunities to... Um, you know, plug your shows and um, Jamal. I'm gonna obviously give you a second too to give us any reviews of anything that is a must see that you've seen recently. So Jamal, you can start off. Okay, uh, I'll say that the uh, must see that I have is Hidden Figures. If you haven't seen that yet, it's opened uh, wide on last weekend. Xavier Spencer, Janelle Monae, and a um, Taraji Henson. And it's about the three astronauts uh, for NASA who, um, astrophysicists for NASA, who helped get John Glenn's unmanned uh, space flight off the ground. Uh, also, if you haven't seen it, it's only playing at a few theaters nationwide, but it's a Korean movie called Master. It's about this network um, marketing executive who has secrets on every, all the big businesses that he deals with. He starts selling secrets, gets to the wrong hands, what could possibly go wrong. Um, it's, it's two and a half hours. So to read subtitles for two and a half hours uh, left me yeah, kind of tingly in, in the back area. But uh, it's a good story. <laughs> certainly worth uh, checking out. Did you say Hidden fence, Fences or Hidden Figures? I said go. Hidden Figures. I've never heard of Hidden Fences. <laughs> okay, this, there this, you go. <laughs> just being clear, because there apparently was another movie that was uh, out that nobody's ever heard of. So, um, And for the Three Black Geese, um, obviously, I knew you guys was at, um, what's the event? Um, MacFest. Well, I, was at, I was at MAGFest. Um, I, I, I couldn't. No, that was him, not me. Yeah, you I, know, I, was, so. I, I was at MAGFest and stuff. Um, That was actually fun times. It's a 24-7 gaming convention. Um, uh, One of the big things they have there, uh, if you ever watch uh, Botchamania, uh, Matthew, he holds um a, the No Mercy tournaments there, and those are always fun. Um, I got a picture with him and a group of people. He was actually... He, you know, I, he, that's been a main staple of him. He goes to MAGFest and holds these tournaments and stuff, and he has the panels, and it's always fun seeing him there. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's 24 hours gaming. Anything arcade-related is on free play, so you can play the latest Initial D game on free play. You can play Tekken and a bunch of other stuff, console games, gaming, Ahoy. So it's definitely recommended. It's a D.C. metropolitan area convention, and I would definitely recommend going there if you can. Um other than that, I know uh, upcoming. I know me and D are going to this. Uh, try to go to this horror convention soon. Um, see some of our mates, our British mates, and hang out with them and stuff. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just 
me and D got our own sports show going. I mean, you, you want to explain to him, D? <laughs> oh, no, no. See, see, I was going to leave you hanging because I'm like, why are you giving out all this information unnecessarily? <laughs> 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 it's like, dog, okay. Yeah, you, um, no, nah, we just got a sports show. And um, we ain't doing nothing really uh, big until um, I think next month. But right now, we just put out Summer Moon. We put our Summer Moon podcast because we um, – we really like going in deep with a lot of anime, so we just put that out. Um, of course, we got our own Wrestle Corner, our own, own Wrestle Corner. Actually, it's the name of the show, Wrestle Corner. And outside of that, that's about it. Um, so yeah, you know, <laughs> ready to do this stuff. And yeah. obviously, if anybody's trying to check you out, where can they find you guys at? Uh, just uh, type in Three Black Geeks and just type, just go to Google and type in Three Black Geeks. I'm serious. Three Black Geeks. Really <laughs> um, if you, we've been doing Wrestle Corner for so long, if you can probably find old episodes that we uploaded on YouTube like three years ago, that's still up on YouTube. That was like <laughs> for whatever dumb reason we were like, oh, let's put it up on YouTube. A lot of people listen, and it's like, no, no, no. no I, I had a reason, and I forgot. Well, what I got reason your reason, was. but in hindsight, it's like. Eh, you know, but hey, it I is had a it reason. Is. It was a reason. Actually, Wrestle Corner, real quick, sport short history. D was actually doing a lot of um, wrestle wrestling like recaps and stuff, and probably one of the famous ones that he did. Uh, his son picked. Um, what was the name of the pay per view you had your son pick? Ah, uh, that was uh, sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice, and that was probably the funniest video I ever. <laughs> funniest was video no ever. Surren- it was they didn't come out with like no surrender or nothing like that. Eight, it was like, one Aces of the eight, Aces, Aces and Eights was still a thing, and he had his son pick it. And at one point, he asked him, "Who do you pick, old TNA or pissed off WWE, WWE, WCW people?" And your son was looking at confused, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, God, that was yeah. My that, son was probably, was high, that was probably that was probably a good, good high viewed uh, video. That shit had me in tears, man. I have y'all. I definitely have y'all page, um, y'all Twitter channel linked to this. So anybody that views it, um, you'll be able to click it at any point. So, but yeah, that's that's us in a nutshell. So let's let's talk wrestling. All right. Yeah. So okay. So we're about a week out from a week out, a week past. Um, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven, which was a phenomenal show from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I'm sure if you didn't watch it, you at least heard about. The main event, which was between Okada and Kenny Omega, and um, um, Meltzer gave it his six star match. Yeah, <laughs> this is only six star <laughs> match. Um, mm, before I mm, guess we, we we talk about the match, uh, uh, mm, talk about that match in particular. Just wanted to pass it around real quick to say, um, what was you, what was you guys' favorite match of that night? Mm. Um, I can I can easily say that that was Naito versus um, Tanahashi. I thought, yeah, I get why everybody thought, you know, why people would think um, Okada versus um, Omega was the main, it was the main show. You know, I don't have no problem with that. But as far as the better wrestling, uh, you know, match, the best wrestling match was actually, actually, I felt that that match and even Shibata versus uh, versus uh, Hiroki Gato was, so... That was my favorite over, match. Yeah, so but personally, yeah, Naito versus uh, Tanahashi. I would say that for me. Yeah, um I think for me, probably uh Los uh Incarnables winning. Beating Bullet Club. That that was that was the one that I liked. Um 
And low key, I kind of liked uh, Tiger Mask W versus Tiger the Dark. <laughs> I gotta say that I, the one thing I like about um, Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan uh, pay per views is how they pace their color. And I thought that 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 match was a good introductory match to start off the car, and every match is continually get, progressed and got better and better. Jamal, who was your favorite match? What was your favorite match for the night? Uh, my favorite match was Takahashi versus Kushida. Uh, for the same reasons why you guys liked uh, Shibata and uh, uh, Tanahashi in two separate matches. It was just a phenomenal wrestling display. Um, I couldn't understand why it got 19 stars, the main event, but um, <laughs> that was a great, like, WCW had like a D. Malenko kind of a feel, like a Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero kind of a feel, mm-hmm. and that's the type of wrestling I grew up on and, and continue to watch if I can find it. You know what, Ken, um, can we just be really honest? That wasn't six stars. Oh, can we just see, CD, that's why you're my man. That's that's exactly what my next top topic was. I mean, my next pointer from that was like, do people actually understand why somebody would even consider that to be a, a six star match? Like, it's, it's, uh, bro, I mean, it's, it's, it's here's my thing we know that's your homie. Yeah. We know yeah. that's your boy. That's like that's like Stephen A. Smith when if the if the New York Knicks knock on wood ever get on a on a roll and win the NBA championship, you would not want to listen to see Stephen A. Smith. He will sit there and cry and tell you why it was the greatest NBA finals of all time. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was. So can we can can we everybody just bring it in? It wasn't. It was somebody happy that their best friend won. That's yeah. what that was. Just be honest. Well, my question is, why does the voice of one uh, person matter so much? I get his reputation, journalistic uh-huh. integrity, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, who cares how many, the weight of how many stars it got? Personally, I think the last four matches um, from Kushida, uh, Takahashi, Goto, Katsuyori, Shibata, uh, Tanahashi, Naito, and the main event between Okada and Omega. Those are all five stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the ask yeah, which one work. is better than the one. If there's no point in comparing to which one is better. They all win. Why they can't we win. just all win? They all win. That was like a year, and I wouldn't even say five stars, but I remember uh, we, I forget which um which uh, WrestleMania was it a, a SummerSlam, whatever it was. I thought like the last four matches was like like thank you. You know what I mean? Just like that was all good. The whole show was good. At that point, like pointing out what's the best match of them all, you know, that's just that's subjective to me. It becomes yeah. subjective at that point because nobody's going to question, like you said, that's they were five stars. Nobody's going to question that. It's yeah. at that point you're well, I mean, you got your favorite. You got half the internet going like, "Oh my god, that match is great," and they all look over and go, "Dave, six stars." <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. You know, that's why you look at critics, and as one of movies myself. But I, but I tell people actively, don't just take my word for it. See it for yourself. Not. Exactly. As I, a person uh-huh. that watched it live and was completely marking out at work and nearly got fired because it was eight in the morning. And I was waiting for <laughs> night. Yes, it was great. You and the rest but, of the internet went nuts. I was like, I just got into work and I logged in on Twitter <laughs> and people were losing their crap. And I'm like, okay, I got to watch this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it was a good match. I oh, mean, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it was a good match. Um, I laughed at DD. I put it up on our um, Wrestle Corner Facebook group. 
um, about the six star thing that Meltzer gave, and he put the paperboy thing. I'm like, yeah, my sentiments exactly. Like, r- r- really, six stars? I'm like, I'm not mad. Cause right. I'm not mad because it's Meltzer. What, what do you What do you expect? You know, but it's now, like I did. Now I can admit I did kind of go in and <laughs> did say, you <laughs> like no, no. I kind of went in into the fact of I hate that people that go off of that. I'm like, and I tell that you know I told that the people even when um remember when we have a, we had a couple people even on our on our uh come up to us and talk to us about on Daniel Bryan, how much they hated Daniel Bryan for whatever amount of reasons, for what, you know, for whatever reason. And I sat there, I was like, thank you. You have an opinion though. You have a reason why you like that. You know, stand by that. I understand why you do that. But sometimes just don't go on it because somebody else said it was good. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. Please I mean, don't. I mean, gain your own right. opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel like, like I, I, uh, hmm? no, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just feel that. I feel that's how people take the attitude there. We like it because everybody says it was good. I'm like, dude, have you ever sat down and really watched his matches? You know why you never see all the stuff suck on WCW and WWF? Because you were flipped over to the other channel when the lame crap was going go, go, on. Go, go, to, go to the WWE channel. Look, I watched a Raw on the network Ooh. one day. Right? It was Attitude Era Raw and it was a match with the oddities versus the headbangers. I was like, yo, this match is horrible. <laughs> oh, man. It was one it's... match with X-Pac and somebody else. I forgot who. It was like one of the tag teams that were coming up. And I was just looking at myself, thinking to myself, this, you remember, I, I was like, nobody's cheering. Nobody's paying attention. But everybody will tell you up and down. It was all about Stone Cold girls showing their boobs and cursing. That's like the way everybody remembers. Like you know, but still, like you said, we switched between WCW and there so much that when you switch back to WWE, it's like, oh, Stone Cold's on TV. Yeah, yeah. But 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 regardless of that, like I said, I'm like, for real, get your get your own opinion about it. Research your own thing about it, man. You don't have to go on somebody else's word with that. You know what's so sad about this? Like this, this is an argument that you're making about Dave Meltzer. There's people out here that legitimately, and you, you're probably not even going to believe it coming out of my mouth, but yes, there are casual fans out there that legitimately ride off of things that Michael Cole announces, considerably saying like yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte and Sasha Banks, the best the best feud of all time. And people yeah. literally are sitting here like, people, okay. Yeah, people, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Crazy, it's, it's a good robbery. To be fair, it is. Wasn't that thing from Tough Enough where um you had Steve Austin look at um Cameron in the face and say she said, "What's your favorite match of all time?" And she said like, uh something crazy like uh, Emma versus uh, uh Alicia Fox or something was, like that. Anyone like what? Huh? It was yeah, it was Alicia <laughs> Fox and Melina, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's kind of where we are. Where people don't read anymore. They read the headlines, watch the two minute YouTube clip. And go, yes, that was awesome. And hold up. That's yeah, sure. It's like um, to me, to me, what you need to do is like to, like to me, which like like I love Sasha to death, but I tell everybody, look at her up and down before you start telling me how great she is. Okay. Oh, you, you gotta just... realize that she's a work in process, that she's not as boss as you think she is. Please great compared to who though? Charlotte because, is I mean, great. if they're saying no, but I mean, but, but Charlotte or, or Sasha or any of them. Great oh no! Oh, you mean who. the statement? No, no, it's all fanboyism. People say she's great because people cheer for them, and everybody no, else got somebody else that could cheer with them for them. They're like, oh, she's great. You know? Yeah. 
But that's that's part of the problem because people don't remember that Emma versus Page match on the first NXT show, and that and they would have said that that was the greatest thing ever if it happened on Raw. But now it's just you know fanboys and sound bites and stuff like that. Yeah. Personally, um, again, I don't care that Undertaker is coming back. I don't care that Shawn Michaels coming back. I want to see something new. I want to see something good today. This is the new era. Where's the new? Yeah. To to finish up on all my bulletins I got for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so Kenny Omega lost the match, obviously, and you know the whole uh, tweet about him leaving J- uh, New Japan or whatever it may have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the real question is, um, who's actually going to be the, the leader of the Bullet Club if that was to happen? Considering that Cody Rhodes won his match, Adam Cole run his match, and um, in in a sense, Kevin Kelly kind of was saying on a, on the announce that. You know they're all leaders in their own, so that does bring the question: Do we have a change in a leader in the Bullet Club, or is this just blowing smoke for right now? This is, this I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. That there's there's a leader. That there's a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there's mean, a leader to all of this. Yeah. I, Somebody's leading us, right? I I, I assume that it was Adam Cole, but I know it's not. There's a I mean, leader. We're told that Kenny Omega <laughs> is leader of Bullet Club. That's what we're told. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Now, I'll say I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. They going NWO rules to me. It's always something new. Everybody's saying care. that. You know, there's always a new member. There, there is a running theory here. Because um, you remember when Cena tweeted about AJ Styles and then boom, AJ Styles pop up at the Rumble, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> Omega's contract isn't up until after. No. Don't. I know. I'm just. I'm not saying. God, don't. Oh, oh, Chris. Let me stop you real quick because I'm. I'm. We're about to get into that. Right. Right before we get to that exact topic. Um, the the last point I have for here is um that um New Japan has already announced their dates for um U.S. dates for um in in regard they're going to be the G1 climates match. Is that right, Jamal? Yeah. Um. So with that being said, th- there's a couple of things me and Jamal talked about before we got on air tonight. Um, U.S. dates is a big thing, and everybody should be excited considering um, how phenomenal the pay-per-view was and all the buzz spec- speculating around it. Um, the G1 last year was awesome for anybody who didn't watch that, obviously. But with them taking U.S. dates, everybody, the, the kind of the subtitle that's been behind that is that the New Japan Pro Wrestling is, is preparing for war with WWE. I mean, all right. I'm sorry. I, I gotta be real. Um, I need that meme from Jesse Williams. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't about to I be mean, no damn war. Now, that's not to say that New Japan is not going to come up there try to make their money, and that's not to say that there's going to even be people within WWE is going to be like, ah, oh, I want to see what's going on over there. Yeah, that's not to say that that's not there's not going to be buzz around it because that is a big thing in a way. This is not their first show in America, though. Right? Because because didn't Okada pop up at one of the NXT takeovers behind the scenes when I think it was when that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When Suka debuted, Okada was in behind the scenes, been backstage, and everybody was trying to speculate that he was going WWE. I'm like, no, that's so stupid. But that's just different stuff. But but as far as like, yeah, there's going to be buzz around it, and it should be um, and it should be noted and. And if, but this is not the first time New Japan has come to America. I yeah. think it's just that, you know, this is. They, come to, yeah, they came to America in 2011, didn't 
Yeah, something like uh, that. I remember that one time. Yeah, I wanted to go to that show too. I think it was in New York, but um, but um, still, you know, I understand. You know, I understand why everybody's uh, acting that way, though. But well, as far as war, that's like saying Lucha Underground wants war. <laughs> to me, yeah, it's like, not. No, they just want to. They just want to put this shit on TV. That's what that is. That's. <laughs> It's not a relevant title at all. I mean, obviously they are yeah. they are banking off their momentum. I thought it was a big announcement, and it's good for people that want to watch, uh, see them live. But at the same time, you're yeah. still not going to pull the casual WWE fans to go to an indie uh, show. You're not. So uh, it's, it's, it's not. E- it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even. Even if you had the Ring of Honor name around that thing, uh, wrapped around everywhere around there, only so many people are going to go there. Yeah. Only so many people are actually going to show up there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a big thing, and I hope it's successful for them because. I would like to see, you know, of course, you know, more regularly telling, on U.S. soil for sure. But but that's what I'm saying. But then again, you're telling what that's like. If I lived in Japan and I demanded more, I've demanded the uh, WWE to come over to Japan and stay in Japan for like five weeks. That's not going to fucking happen. So yeah. I don't see the same thing happening with Japan. I see them coming over there for like two months, two weeks, if anything, then going back home. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So whatever, whatever, you know. I mean, they're doing the two shows, and I think there's a reason why they're not renting the Staples Center. They're going to Long Beach um, because they know they need a medium-sized building, something that Ring of Honor would rent. Um, personally, I plan on going. It's the weekend of Anime Expo in Los Angeles at the uh, convention center there, um, which lasts through July 4th. So as soon as tickets go on sale, I'm there. Shoot, man, I hope you make it, man. I hope that. hope it's a great show, too, man. Yeah. That was a great show. You know, it's going to be a different. At, you know, I will say this. I I like I like it when I see the New Japan people wrestle in um in um Ring of Honor. Anyway, this is always a different um atmosphere. Anyway, like just recently NXT had their um o- Osaka show. You could tell it's like Japanese wrestling because it's dead quiet as they're wrestling. <laughs> yeah, fans <laughs> so, don't stand up. They're just casually I sitting mean, down, all nice. And it, and, it, <laughs> and it made me laugh because I'm thinking to myself, man. I'm thinking, uh, when the first match went out there, it was just, uh, it was, um, it was Almas and um, I think it was Only. They was out there wrestling each other. I think, like, man, he's probably out there thinking, like, nobody's standing up. And Almas like, all right, don't worry, I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to wake them up. Don't worry, <laughs> but. But it, it, it's, of course, it's going to be a different atmosphere because you even see when some of the uh, Japanese wrestlers come in um, uh, pro wrestling gorilla. It's just like a more exciting, exciting yeah. time and all that. So that should be an interesting two days, you know, and especially if somebody pulls off a really, really great match like they always do in the G1. So yeah. that'll be nice to see. Yeah. So to Chris' point now, uh, John Cena has been teasing Kenny Omega all over his Instagram, um, posting – Posting his picture, obviously, posting a picture of Mega Man and some other stuff. And um, usually, which is the only thing I found uh, actually fascinating about this whole thing is that Kenny Omega actually responded back to it um, in an interview recently. And he did say um, that John Cena was one of the greatest WWE's talents and he has the utmost respect for him. And he also said that if he was to join WWE, he would have to work with somebody as of John Cena's caliber. And uh, he did also confirm, too, that his contract does not end until January 31st, which absolutely does put him out of the consideration for the Royal Rumble. So with that being said, what is next for Kenny Omega? Does he sign back with New Japan Pro Wrestling or, you know, does he pull a Cody Rhodes? I think he signs back, especially if it ties into New Japan 
coming here for their G1 stuff because that would actually be a big name. Yeah. Kenny Omega and stuff. Um, the far shot, like I was saying earlier, was like, well, if he comes, it'll probably be one of those like WrestleMania surprises and stuff. But that's a far shot. That's like that's like a one in a million odds of that happening. Yeah, because so, I, I because I, money on it. Because I don't trust I don't, Rus- because I really don't trust how wrestling does their stuff. I think he's already signed, and we're just talking. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, but I think there's no way in the world New Japan, especially when, the way he came out at the end of the G1 and gave his speech out, there's no way in the world he's going to leave New Japan at least within a year. You know what I mean? So I think he's fine. Yeah. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's their boy. He's, they're grooming him to be the John Cena of, of New Japan. Um, he, as a, right. As a, Canadian, as a Canadian, he can definitely bring in a North American audience that, they, that they're looking to, to make. It makes sense with the whole U.S. expansion or what inroads they want to make. So, uh, yeah, he's probably already signed. And I would say it's a multi-year deal anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him. It, it's just the thing about it. I think I do. I, always, I, I I do stand by what I said, though. I think Kitty Omega, the second he uh, he uh, did the final atomic buster on a blow-up doll, you told me everything I need to know about you. <laughs> you want to end up in WWE one day. We don't know when. <laughs> But you want to go there, okay? You told me everything I need to know about you off of that. But that being said, though, I think he does want to make his own name. And I think there are – I think that's the good thing that's happening in, in much of all the companies. you got people that really believe in the product, and they really want to make – really want to do new stuff and all that. And it's great that we, you always have wrestlers there that are willing to do that. And I think New Japan, with them expanding, hell yeah, you need help. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like you just said, he's already signed. <laughs> yeah. And with his best, and you know, with with him getting uh, momentum for his six star rating, I mean, right now the sky's the limit. For him, man. Uh, <laughs> because you know nobody, he's going to top because... that too, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, movie, that, that, this whole six star thing is a work. Dave Meltzer is like genius. <laughs> <laughs> this is a work. It's a fucking well, I mean, work, man. Oh my gosh! You got to check on the side for this one. A tip or something. Yes, he does. Moving yes, forward, does. so um, Mick Foley, is he going to step down as the Royal General Manager? Um, you know, that was weird. That was weird. I thought it was all good until like I walked back because I didn't watch the first hour of Raw, and mm-hmm. when I got there at nine o'clock and I saw what went down, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! His his job's in danger. What happened? So. <laughs> So to to start, Lana tweeted him basically saying that if um you know SmackDown's been great and if and if they want to make Raw better, maybe they should hire her as the associate general manager to make Raw better, basically. And um, Mick, Mick Foley re, uh, retweeted her back saying basically that uh, you never know the general manager job might just be up for grabs soon. And then to even add um Twitter, I mean Twitter, <laughs> the WWE Twitter. Twitter page also kind of like questioned it, saying like, you know, could Lana actually um, make this happen? Is this is this a good fit for her? So okay, uh, yes, that's all the stuff that we see on the front line. But this there's actually more to this. And um, Jamal, if you if, you know want to talk about what we talked about off air a little bit, Mick Foley obviously has an injury right now in his hip. And you go ahead. So uh, Mick Foley needs hip surgery. Um, it's about oh. sixty grand to do the surgery. And um, his health insurance lapsed. Um, it's been tough for him to get health insurance over the last couple of years. His current contract is just a legends contract, which covers merchandise only. But um, and he's basically working on a um, commission-based per show um, per diem contract now. So 
who knows how long this run will last with his um, current role with the company. But realistically, he says that it's increasingly harder for him to move about the airports, the ring, the backstage area, because, um, you know, he needs a new hip and he needs a now. So the question really is, you know, and that's and that's real. And that's something they put on his Facebook page before yeah. Christmas. Um, you know, and we saw the, the hintings at it uh, on, on Raw Monday where if you don't do this, your job is on the line. And they've kind of been at odds, but then they didn't. But then they are. So. Uh, is that something that could happen sooner than later, considering uh, Foley's health and his willingness to do the job? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it really falls all on him on that one. To be, on, to be real, you can't. I can't really speculate on that, man. It really falls on him. Yeah. All, all I know is now that I think about this question, pride is in the way because if he wants his sixty k, make a Kickstarter or GoFundMe, whatever those one of those is called, and those fans. Yeah, mm -hmm. One man, week, in, in one week he'll have it. <laughs> in a heartbeat, he'll get it in two days, man. I love, I love, but, I love you, Mick. But, but would WWE allow that? Considering that would hurt, could hurt their standing. For yeah, example, as much yeah, as this man has given percent, them, yeah. yeah, as much as this man has given them, the fact that he doesn't have health insurance and and, and you know, his Obamacare about to run out come the twentieth, started having it. <laughs> so he's oh, whatever he got. Is real. On to him. No, it's real. It's real. It's very real right now. And the fact that, that you know Mick Foley is celebrated entertainer for all time is basically like, listen, y'all better buy some t-shirts because this hip is this hip is killing me. You know, that's um, what I've like, that's why like, y'all better buy some t-shirts man. Come on. WrestlingTees.com slash Mick Foley. Get it done. But realistically, he needs his uh, surgery. He is up there in age, and I'm sure he's the only he's the one that we know of. And that of course speaks to all of the other athletes that we know and love from way back when that can't walk right now. Yeah, that does you know. sign a shot as it relates to the NFL. Uh, they went through a similar thing with they, or the long grand thing with their veterans uh, of the mm -hmm. NFL, where they don't have proper health insurance for all that they've given. <laughs> it's put the NFL in a bad light in some regard. You know what? It, it, you know it. You know, and only reason why WWE gets it, and this is just be real, is because they're a the big corporation. You know what I mean? You know, it's just that's the nature of the game. Period. You know, period. You know what I mean? People get hurt. Yeah. You're going to have effects from it no matter what happens. You know, you're gonna have, you know, either your elbow hurts, maybe you don't get up like you used to, maybe you just get fat and you can't get it off you, like Steve Mongo for some reason. But, um, but right. you, you get, you, you get some takeaway. That's equivalent exchange. You was a beast in the ring. Now, what did you give up to be that beast? You know what I mean? So something always comes up with it. But, um, but yeah, WWE gets their own slight about it because they should, because they are the big company, they are the big corporation in a way. But at the same time, if you Vince, it's like get insurance. I can't do the like it, it sucks, and that's what sucks about it to me. That's what really right. sucks about it at the end of the day. And I, it is a good question. Do you do do you do a Kickstarter? And because WWE is a public company, and that's not them being you know you know straight up devils. It's like hold up, son. Why are you doing that? There's a reason right. why. You know, I was like, I get that. So yeah, that is a that's going to be a question, man. I didn't even no, know it's it was even catch, that bad. It's certainly, a, it's certainly a catch twenty-two. But really, yeah. what it comes down to is this guy, especially of children of the Attitude Era. Personally, I didn't watch it, but of the Attitude <laughs> Era, it's, it's, it's still a thing. It's like, hey, your childhood hero can't go to CVS or Walmart to pick up Ben Gay because his insurance doesn't cover it. And after all that he's given to WWE, this is what we're reduced to. That does uh, could shine a negative light as it has the NFL in some way where they yeah. had to come out and say, like, listen, we're, we're doing this and this and this. And oh, my God, Jim, the man can walk again. 
But um, you know, it, it's it's does more harm than good, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. as we see our um hero childhood heroes get way older way sooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, know, was a, it was definitely a surprise to me when I saw him tweet that one because the fact that he tweeted it and I I thought it was kind of like one of those type of things where like being contract under a big Fortune 500 company, you're like why would you ever? like say something like that that's definitely a, a big cloud over the company considering that you have some of your you have a on you have a on a, a on show talent each and every week who has a health issue that you're you're not addressing or aiding to that he had the public come out on twitter to kind of say like i need this done you know that i don't no, know you know what that. that's not the first time that happened and at the same and it time it won't be the last that's, yeah, that's it won't be the last. And let's be really real. It won't be the last time that happened. No. Um, it's also one of those situations where it's like, yeah, what the hell, WWE? And also it's one of those situations where, um, no, what the hell, Mick Foley? <laughs> so yeah. it sucks at that too. I think, in, you know, and I, and I do look at it that way. It's like, you know, you're going to have, this is going to be one of those things where it just happens. Where, yeah. where it happens to somebody. And I think one of the things where Everything's changing because we're seeing it with every aspect of wrestling at this point. Um, that's one thing that does need to change or some type of reform. Something needs to change with it because I think at this point we can cover some of the wrestlers at this point. <laughs> something has that, to be done. You, you change the something. business model, though. And I'm not saying you change the business model at that point. And yeah, model. and I get that. You don't want to do that if you're Vince, right. at least not now. If you're Yes, it's no different than Uber or a bunch of other companies where you have you're working on the backs of independent contractors. Yeah, and a exactly. lot of those stories that they're telling right now on the WW the network shows Road Trip or whatever it's called, um, is because these guys rent their own cars, <laughs> drive themselves to the next gas station, and and go and get into some shenanigans in the '80s and the '90s yesterday, and going to Nova Pro Show. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, uh, and we know <laughs> that um, going to Nova Pro Shows. We were talking to Cedric Alexander. He had a great show, and then we passed him by, beeped two times, deuces in the air while he's loading up the back of his truck because he got to be in Charlotte tomorrow. Yeah. So that's you know, what the business is. Yeah, a lot of it needs to change up, man. You know, at least, you know, I, you only can hope. I can yeah. only hope if you're, as a fan right. that doesn't know really the full workings of what's going back there, Gosh, I hope there's some type of, at least there's some type of coverage or there's some type of way where everybody's watching each other's back or something. Because, yes, things are getting better, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to just, like, either die out in the business or just, for the love of God, change it. Die out as in what? <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. There's a couple of stuff, man. We're, we're about to go to the next topic anyway. All right, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> next one, yeah. Chris, okay, so Chris Jericho got the pin on Roman Reigns to capture the U.S. Championship, which yes. is which will be his first of his career. First of all, I'm just gonna say Chris Jericho deserves this, and no matter whatever fashion you want to consider it, he had an awesome 2016 year, maybe overlooked yeah. by AJ Styles' year, but Chris Jericho finally, it, first of all, he deserved it because of this, you know, what happened 2016. He's always in the main event picture, so it was about time that he considerably. Got some gold around his waist. Secondly, it's always it's always those people like the Dudley Boys who are brought back in speculation that they're going to be able to, you know, succeed their the, the record or whatever it may be. But a lot of these people are being brought back or being used and not actually getting the opportunity they deserve. Um, to see Chris Jericho get a championship way late in his career of one he's never had is also a so surreal moment. So 
it was just good to see that happen. I, I think it kind of elevates the belt a little bit. I mean, I thought Rusev with the belt was actually pretty awesome when he had it. Um, also, well, that Roman. Was my, well, that's that was my saying. question, though. Do you do you think he makes it relevant again now? I think he elevates it and stuff. Like, it's not to say Roman didn't, but it's like, did Roman never really defend it? He just felt like Roman was just had the belt, and it was just like, oh, but all at, of a sudden he's going for the universal title. I'm like, well, but but he never defended the U.S. belt. What's going on here? And it's like, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You're absolutely true. And you know what's so funny that I just thought about? And, guy, I don't even want to get into this conversation. But I wonder if Roman Reigns lost the title because of the whole ordeal about how he held the title. Like, in a fashion that they said Vince was not impressed or was not happy with how he swung it around his his, Yeah, I heard about that, too. Now, see, that's stupid enough to be real, and it's stupid enough to be like, all y'all dumb for believing that. That's one of those, (laughs) because it is so stupid where it sounds like, no, that's Vince McMahon. But at the same time, it's like, what Mark made that up? <laughs> uh, that's a, man, that was some of the funniest stuff also on the Twitter. I was just like, you know, I'm not even going to get into that conversation. because it, it, Yeah, know. like, don't even get into that because that's tough. That's now, tough. Now to, me, real. Now to me, it just goes into the fact of, okay, so who's going to be Jericho for the U.S. title? Man, actually, for me, it, it was like, okay, you open it up for the Royal Rumble. You open up the Royal Rumble a little bit because – Despite me still not thinking Roman's going to win it, you make me say, oh, you know what I mean? At least you make yeah. me say what's going to happen now. So that's really what I got out of that. But well, and, I and also want to know. Two people win. Roman Reigns and Chris Jericho win. Chris Jericho because he's never had the title. And you put Roman Reigns in the in the um, Royal Rumble, which I have to say there is a little bit of intrigue there considering that there's so, there's so many of those big type of uh, wrestlers. Old, old man Rumble, you mean? Yeah, I yeah, get that's it. What I call you, know, the still, man you still got to respect. You still got to respect Brock Lesnar and Goldberg as those why? big type of wrestlers who can eliminate ten people Thank because you. that's how they Thank book you. them. Who said why? Who that's, just said why? Thank you. That's how you book them. I mean, yeah, of course well, I know look, look, fifty look, look, years look. old, but that you Here's book the them to be dominating big guys, and and you know you have Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Goldberg. You have to you have to honestly be real with yourself to say the intrigue is. Who's going to eliminate those guys and in what fashion? Because they're not going to be a gender mahal, get touched and fly over it. There is going to be an <laughs> effort, you know, and, 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 and considerably, we haven't even seen Mark Henry on TV in like God knows how long. But if he's in the Rumble, you already know he's a target and you want to know in what fashion is he going to be eliminated. And even the big slim show, if he's in there. You're still going to see that moment where like five people are going to try to throw him over. Well, they're already they're already priming Braun. They're already they're already priming Braun as to be in the next big show, which I think is a smart. Here's movie. the thing that I yeah. think pisses. Yeah. I think the thing that really sets us all off is this: we know Goldberg ain't winning. We know Brock ain't winning. Who are y'all going to eliminate? That's going to piss us off. <laughs> yeah, that's all be, we're caring you know, about. You know who's going to be right? Who's going to be right? Seth Rollins. Excuse <laughs> me. Okay. Okay. There. You know. I'm not even going into the whole. You know. Not. No. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Never mind. Go ahead. So. So Jamal. Whoop. Okay. So I, I. I cut you off earlier when you wanted to bring this up. What was it that you heard about the rumors as far as Chris Jericho run? I felt like I read something, but I, it's not quite clicking. So what, what did you so, hear? The rumor are is that uh, Fozzie's new album is almost done, if not done already. 
And to promote that album, Jericho, the group, are going to be going on tour, uh, a North American uh, tour that's going to start in uh, March, I I've heard. So with that, obviously, he's been on TV and still recorded an album, so he's definitely be able to do two things at once. But he's definitely going to have to have some time away to um, go on tour with his band. Uh, he's definitely been confirmed for a down no, the download festival in um, the UK in June. And I think it's one more, I think it's not Lollapalooza, but it's another big festival in May. So I think Jericho's time in the WWE is kind of waning uh, for like this segment of it. And I think that's going to be a big heel turn at the, um, well, he's a heel already, I guess, but it's going to be a big turn on Kevin Owens. And they're going to go into a program that leads up to WrestleMania, uh, which means Roman wins the Rumble. Which is why I, can't I still don't. I still don't know. I still don't know. I still don't think that's a. a I, I can't. I get what you're going from, but I don't know about that. Roman. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I going. hate to say it. I hope it's not true. I hope he doesn't make it there. I hope he yeah, winds up in NFT know, in, in in San Antonio. <laughs> but realistically, um, there's a, it's no coincidence that Jericho is. Uh, he's definitely leaving sooner than later. He does have yeah, the belt. The yeah. last one that he uh, that he needed to have to have all the belts. He has like the iron gauntlet of Thanos of, of belts. Good for him. <laughs> and yeah. then he does so, all of that. He's in a feud with Kevin Owens that they teased. Roman wins the Rumble. Jericho and to have their uh, kill the next couple months, um, and then it's what six weeks, uh, eight weeks to WrestleMania after after the Rumble. I would hate to see it happen, but the writing's on the wall. Yeah, that, I don't that makes know. sense. I don't know. I don't know. The only reason why, I, like I said, I'm still saying I don't know just because I see it set up to for Roman to win. But then again, WWE has a weird way of even just to, to put a pinky inside of the water just to see a ripple. You know what I mean? Just to, right. like something stupid happens where it's like, I'm sorry, why is Sheamus still in the ring? Like something like that. I'm not saying that. That because that doesn't make sense that Sheamus will still be in there, but it's something like, wait a minute, wait a minute, why is he still there? They give it to the Baron Corbin. I mean, yeah, that's different, but that doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? I mean, yeah. you put, so, well, you put, you put it on know. Baron Corbin, that's like the equivalent of like, oh, no, 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 I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that as an example. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, you know, I think, you know, let's just be really honest. I, it's just because I love the concept of the Royal Rumble so much, I don't say nothing about it. But the last three have sucked. Oh, absolutely, the last one. So the one before. So I like the I one said, before that I, one was okay. I definitely like the one with the guy. I mean, you know, last out. year's was actually okay. I will be honest, last year's was okay. No, it was it's not. Just that, sir. They're both no, hold, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Bad. It was so dead. I was just about to say that. It was I, so bad. I had poor Roman. He they booed him until so bad. the Roman stuff started. It was <laughs> going okay until Vince thought it would be a good idea to beat him up. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I think the one I that, about had, that I think the one that had me and D rolling was the year before, and it was that year that uh, oh, like, no, it was what, the, no, what? The, no the year before last. Um, where what, Daniel thought, Bryan lost? No, no, we thought Daniel Bryan was coming oh, out at number yeah, 30, and it was Rey Mysterio. No. I mean, oh. he were dying at the bar, like, oh my god, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, you know what? No the last three years, the last three years is WW is, is, is everybody at the table 
saying, okay, Vince, are you, are you sure? Is that what you want? And everybody leaning in, like, please say no. Please say no. Yeah, I like it. Shit. Okay, yeah, okay, Vince. Yes, perfect. Because <laughs> Ray getting paid that Royal Rumble had me in tears. Yeah, that was, oh, that was three years Ray. ago. It made sense. Poor Ray. Last year was uh, uh, AJ Styles, and year before that was when Alberto Del Rio. Like returned. I said, they had something going good last year, and then all of the shenanigans hopped up. I'm like, this yeah. is dumb. Yeah. Y'all had something decent. I wasn't going to say it was going to be like the best thing. When I say a, a rumble was good, I'm not saying that it was all perfect, but it could have been good. <laughs> so, so speaking of the rumble, though, um, to take one step back, the Undertaker did return on Raw. Um, first of all, to start off, The Undertaker returned on SmackDown the 900 episode where basically he said WrestleMania would no longer define him um, and that SmackDown was his home. And then he comes ah. on Raw and then he says, like, um, he answers to no one. He goes where he wants um, and when he wants. No one can control him. Is he Wolverine now? He also, all so right. he enters the Rumble after that. He says he's going to enter the Rumble. Um Obviously, he merch, uh, he uh, promoted his new shirt that you can get now. Um, but and, and he say he said he's entering the Rumble so that he can return back to the main event at WrestleMania. So I, I, all of that, I guess so. This is a big, I guess so for me. So forget it. But the bottom line is, um, does the Undertaker win? Obviously, no, no, because none of you guys have said it. Uh, some of you guys don't even like the Undertaker because I no. can see it in your face. Uh, but the question is, if he doesn't win, who does he work at WrestleMania? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I hate how every year we ask ourselves that question. And for at least the last two years, we, at least the last two years, a lot of people have been wrong. So, Definitely. <laughs> Shame, man. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. After Shane, because Shane took – that match took me off so much. And not, and not in the sense that I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world, but good God, I was, like, tired of it. <laughs> so, hey, like, Shane, do your big move so we can get this over. Again, yeah. and much like yeah. the Royal Rumble, like I said, I felt like it – anyway, but forget it. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I got to be honest with you. I have I, no idea. I got to say I'm the only person here who's actually going to say something, and all three of you guys are probably going to hate me afterwards. But I got the Undertaker winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Also have John Cena beating AJ Styles, uh, and then you know, also I have no problem with that. that. I ultimately having that match happening at WrestleMania: John Cena versus Undertaker for Here's the championship. Thing. Here's the sick part about that. I <laughs> because I know what we could get. Well, I cringe at what we could get, and I hear that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. That'll work. Why, D? No, I got like five combinations that are very possible of it happening. <laughs> There's a very good chance that we will get something stupid in Kevin Owens versus, I don't know, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. I know it sounds better than what you think it will be, but no. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not in Orlando this year. That's just the bottom line. Right, and if dude, that match John Cena the Undertaker was to happen. I'm certainly that I will be looking at my watch and it should be somewhere rough around, I don't know, let's say 1030 when The Undertaker comes out, about 1045 when he actually gets into the ring, which leaves about, uh, the crowd takes control about it for about, about five minutes. minutes. 
So at least about yeah. seven minutes for that match to happen. I'm cool with it. You know what? I don't I'm know. I'm not sleep yet because I'm sure WrestleMania is going to start at like five o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And, you know what? And, see, I'm a, yeah. see. I've been giving. I I give WWE the benefit of the doubt of trying something new like that, and it failed horribly. But I'm I'm a, I'm a hope they do better this year. I'm hoping they do better this this year with that. I get yeah. what they're trying to do. Here's the problem about it: you probably can. <laughs> like yeah, sweetie, I mean, it's... like sweetie, A for effort, but you get a fucking D for how you do this shit. This makes Is no this... sense. This is the bottom line is we're not going to get a spectacular wrestling show. We'll get an entertainment entertainment segment uh Flo Rider. Is that because Flo Rider? No, dude. Would you say? Dude, we're not going to We are getting Flo Rider again. Oh god, yay. I mean, come yeah. on, Florida. Oh Flo my Rider god. didn't come last year. Yeah. We had to cancel. We get we getting Flo hey, Rider. Look, look, look. <laughs> look, 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 look. Look, I'm used to you know, I'm used to how American corporations work. So half of the dumb crap WWE try to reach for, it's like, fine. Because if this was the 80s, we would be cool with it. <laughs> and look, we're getting shot. Oh, whatever. Whatever. You know, you know what? For good Why Lord, are allowing man. Big Show to lose weight right now against seven foot three Shaq? It's gonna look now, like. Hold a, on. It's gonna look now like, here's the thing. It's not gonna look right now. Is that now. really gonna go down though? No, it is. Is the, that really gonna go down? Shaq, Shaq is already tweeting saying he's training, and I guess the Big Show obviously is either training or very sick. But that is definitely happening. A year no, out, that that he has the now. bird flu or something. <laughs> the bird. Every time you I hear the bird flu, it's the funniest thing ever. Considering being from you know DC, like the funny. You know what? I got. I, I. You know what? That, that's I said a couple. A lot of people say it. You know, I said it a couple years ago, man. I I really do hope they fight, but I've been asking for it for so long. I kind of don't care no more. <laughs> like I used to, like 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 four years ago when they teased it for some reason. I was like, do it, do it, do it. Now it's like, come on, hurry up, man, before Shaq get too old, man. Come on. <laughs> Quick question before we change topic. Shaq came out last year to Panda by design. <laughs> Who does he come out to this year? <laughs> I don't know. Bad and bougie. I love. I, I, yes, yes. I see. That's what I'm saying. See, this is the sick. I love. I love Shaq. I love Shaq when he does stuff with WWE. I love him when he comes out with WWE stuff, man. It's great. Oh man. Okay, so bad, bad we're gonna miss that a little bit. Bad and bougie with with Migos playing it live. <laughs> no man, that'll be awesome. That'll be oh, awesome, man. Uh, anything before we switch topics? Anything else anybody want to add on that? I'm good. J- Jamal, nah, you, nah, I you know did, you want to say something about The Undertaker. Um, I hate him. Let's move <laughs> All on. right. WrestleMania 34 has been officially announced after being rumored for a couple of weeks that will be in New Orleans, which is actually just actually returning back there from 2014. Um, this question, um, uh, this time we're just going to stay on it just for a quick second. Um, my, my, I guess my first question to everybody is, why New Orleans again? I mean, obviously, if you read, you know why they picked it. But why New Orleans out of any other cities right now? Considering, I mean, but considering that a lot of new NFL stadiums have been built, um, we have have Minnesota that's just been done. I believe the Falcons should be done by next year, if I'm not mistaken. Or this year, I mean. No, I think it's next year. I think it's next year they open. Yeah, next year. Next year they open, right. Okay, so you have that. 
Um, then you have LA's who should be opening by next year too. And somebody else. LA? Well, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know they broke ground on that. I could be, I, I'm sorry. They could be starting next year. You're right. You're right. right. And then you got the and then there's a possibility of them doing it in New York again, but I don't think they might do. See, I think we're, that's where it really falls down is familiarity. Can they sell a lot of tickets in the area? You know what I mean? Yeah, they say they had to buy. Not a, only can they sell of- tickets in the area, but is it big enough to hold how, what we want to have for that year? You know what I mean? The, the, so, here's uh, the interesting uh, thing: they said there was about um, 15 other cities who was in the running, notably Philly and St. Louis. Philly is the interesting one, considering it will be really cold um, come April yeah. in, in, that, in that area. So the, right. they're not scared to venture away from cold states. So, but again, why why do you I mean anybody favored favoring New Orleans here as to why? I mean, obviously, uh, members of my podcast, obviously, they they went um in 2014, they said it was a great hosting city. Um, and everything was really knit tight and close by. So it was good for the it was good for the visitor. On a, and then on the contrary, I didn't really like Dallas because everything was so spaced out between um, Yeah, I heard about that. Arlington, yeah. uh Dallas and um forgot where else we had to go. But everything was really spaced out. So I I didn't quite enjoy having to commute 30 minutes this way, 30 minutes this way, 30 minutes this way to hit NXT, to hit you know all the other things and stuff like that. So um I see the I, think, I see I, think I, I hear some of the pros for New Orleans, but I just wonder why New Orleans back so soon again. I think just I think you know, I think this is one of the things they just want it's sort of like how because the NFL is guilty of the same thing. Like, you turn around, they're having the Super Bowl back in Tampa Bay again. You're like, wait a minute, what? They just had it in Tampa. You know what I mean? But doesn't so, the NFL have a stipulation for, like, cold-weather cities? Yeah. That, that, yeah. Right. But then again, yeah, yeah. But then again, the WWE, they, I think they will flirt with the idea of doing it in a cold-weather city. Now, you say, well, they did it in Toronto. But no, Toronto. They did it in the Sky Dome. Come on now. So, you know. Right. I think as far as like, like you know, we're in DC. We said, "Oh, this doing in DC." Like, do you trust DC weather in April? Uh, That's how it is. So I think that that comes in consideration. Like Philadelphia, okay, you know what? Because it's a wrestling city, yeah. But here's my thing: I don't trust Philly weather in April. I don't trust Philly weather. Yeah, I would say SummerSlam should be uh, outside. Uh, SummerSlam should be the WrestleMania of the summer. Yeah. They can have yeah, it in most of North America and put it in your football or baseball stadium. Just have the team go on the, um, on the road for a week. Yeah. And have it. Have no, they can do it. Oh, they can do it. They can definitely do Absolutely. it, man. I, I think WWE has been trying. Not, I want to say trying, but they, they're trying. You can tell that they want to do different things. Like, there's one thing that. I still wish that I, they had a camera out for it. They, they had house shows in Mexico, and they did one house show in an actual in a bull ring. I'm like, why was that not filmed? Why did you not film that? I would like to see that stuff. You know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's up to what you know. It's pretty much up to also access to the city. That's another one. Access to the city have a big event like WrestleMania. You can't exactly have a WrestleMania event in the middle of St. Louis and think it's going to be just like the way it is in Florida or something else, some, yeah. somewhere else like that, like a coastal city or something like that. It's going to have, you know, 
how you know, like I said, the closest they are. The Dome in St. Louis is right downtown, so it's a pretty walkable area down there. Yeah, I, I, I think mean, I think that should work though. Actually, I'm surprised they haven't done St. Louis. I thought they would have been done St. Louis because Missouri weather in April is is fifty fifty. But here's uh, again, they they're doing that in the dome though. But yeah, yeah, then again, to get to the state, yeah, to get to yeah. get down right. there, yeah, right. But but so I think also. Go ahead. I think also what they what they should do, as the reason why I'm so down on New Orleans, isn't because they should go to Minneapolis because again in Minneapolis in April it's not a matter of getting in the building it's getting to the city. Um, yeah. I think that there I think really what the reason is the operating cost. Notice that when WWE yeah. goes to New York, they always go to the Prudential Center, they go to Barclays, they do not go to Madison Square Garden for live TV because it costs more to operate out of Madison Square Garden. Exactly. Uh, I, right. So I think that um, that that's a thing. Also, um, notice that when they're in certain states, North Carolina, Florida, and Georgia specifically, it says "made in wherever." They get tax credits to film in this state. So uh -huh. I think New Orleans gives a lot of tax credits to film companies to uh -huh. film in that state. It brings money in. Uh, versus yep. California, they do the same thing. Um, Maryland, uh, House of Cards is filmed in like Howard County because it was easier to do that than shoot it downtown in D.C. And have to rip up the government, so mm -hmm. they they certainly have an idea of um, what it would take to do that. Um, I think that's why we will never see a WrestleMania overseas in like a London or a Paris or and, a and that sucks. And that and sucks I think that they, sucks because, Par because Paris and London are a prime for WrestleMania, and they never have one. They're never going to have one. Well, certainly the Great Great Britain more than like a France or Spain. I mean, there's some giant cities in Europe. Don't get me wrong. But when we hear when they have they don't have Raw in Berlin live. They have it in London. They have it in Scotland. They have it all over the UK. But uh, but they go to Germany. They go to Spain. They go to France um, and so on. When they go throughout uh, Europe, I think realistically it could work to have a uh, WrestleMania in London at Wembley or at Old Trafford in uh, or Manchester. The stadiums are big enough: 90,000 seats. Oh, yeah, but would you risk losing the West Coast to do that live, though? So that's what it comes yeah, down that's to. That's another it's, thing, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot about I, that, too. See, see, it's a business. <laughs> so, we, so do you think that – that. So, okay, so two points I'm going to bring up real quick. Um, to, to, uh, I'm going to answer that question. First of all, they said the tipping reason why um, New Orleans was selected is because the, the um, governor of New Orleans basically said that they would treat the WWE along – they would treat this event, WrestleMania, really as a really big part as as part as as part as their big 300 founding anniversary for New Orleans. So it kind of coincides with all the events they have going on as far as with that. And one I'm more. I'm pretty other sure they're gonna have the. When the next time they're gonna have the Super Bowl there too? Also, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have the Super Bowl with them in that same time frame too. Yeah, that it only makes sense. Um, right before I answered the uh um. Jamal's question, real quick. TNA has a new logo. Do we care? Do you like it? Do you care? Anything? No, it's ugly. I'm done. It's ugly, and I'm done. <laughs> it looks I have like no Arduino's idea what he's doing. Kind of like Do you, well, <laughs> all, all it is, if you if you have seen the logo of the Anthem Sports, um, uh, LLC, whatever it's called, um, yeah. that is their logo. Yeah. It's a giant A with the um, lollipop owl sticking out of it. So they just incorporated that into the TNA logo. Yeah. Um, I think that's cool. Uh, and, I don't like it though. It looks ugly to me. I, I just oh no, it, it looks hideous. 
But you know what? <laughs> if, if if that's the if that's the biggest problem that they have right now is that the logo looks ugly. Considering that we they were on life support two weeks ago. Oh you know, yeah. Right. If that's their biggest problem, then I'll I'll take their ugly logo. Yeah. You know what? You know what? And and that's of course. And of course. Thank you. Thank you. Put it in perspective. Thank you. <laughs> um. And, uh, one more other thing before I get to the answer to that question. Um, the BGB Twitter poll that I had up for the week, I basically asked, um, it, do you think we'll have, well, well, excuse me, what WWE tournament will have the best, will, will have been the best overall when it's said and done between the CWC, the UK Championship Tournament, and the rumored women's classic that's supposed to happen at some point? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It actually really falls on the women's one because I have no idea. And that's if they're going to do it. So I don't know. I don't have I have no no opinion on that one. The results went with the Cruiserweight Classic. Obviously, it was a great success. Um, the women's the women's classic, I think it's going to happen. There is a lot of big indie talent being signed. And I think that they need some type of formal introdu- introduction into the company instead of just appearing on NXT already in the ring against somebody who's more established and jobbing for them. So I think it's a good platform for them. But considering what we know about women's wrestling and um, any talent out there, some of these matches that that could happen and with them having the right platform could ultimately be uh, as great or even more successful as the CWC. Considering that the CWC blueprint has already been laid out, and considering that now they can actually right their wrongs from the UK championship, which in in technically the UK championship tournament is a tournament of 16 people nobody know anything about. Well, nobody knows here. over here. Because over in here. the UK, there are a couple right. people in there. Right, right, right. There are I know a couple that. people in there that it's like people are buzzing about. I forgot which one. There's only one guy I know in there. I think that's Dunn. Dunn's the only one I know. Yeah, yeah Pete, Pete Dunn, I think, um, is... Uh, yeah, pretty good. Like the UK tournament is so big, and it has other companies so shook. Yeah. Um, the, the entire uh, UK wrestling scene that companies are scrambling to figure out who is going to do what and like what culture is announcing that like, okay, well, you know, the WWE tournament's coming, so you won't see these guys, but we wish them the best. Uh, World of Sport on ITV uh, premiered on the uh, New Year's Eve, and that was, and then after that, Vince said, "Oh uh, yeah, we need to get the tournament off the ground right now. Do it now." Yeah. And um. I- I, I'm just going to say, just to answer the question, just being logical, the CWC uh, had the momentum. It was new. It had the right placement. Um, it had plenty of six-star matches in it. Um, and I think it's going to be hard to duplicate what's already been done. So um, I, 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 I don't know. I think – but Twitter. then again, but then again, it's going to be two different types of um, styles of wrestling. Uh, with the You know, it's UK wrestling. UK wrestling is more strong, more technical. So yeah. it's going to be a, a lot more technical. Yeah, it's a lot more technical, so it's going to be a lot, lot more of that, a lot, lot of shoot wrestling going on. So it's going to be a really, it's it's going to be just different compared to the high flying acrobatics you're going to see in CWC. Yeah. And even with the girls wrestling, girls wrestling, you just get girl like like women's wrestling. If the tournament goes off the way I think it will, you're just going to see a combination of styles that you that that a lot of people who are not hip to female to, to female wrestling is going to be like, holy shit, girls can do that? Yes, they can. You know, hopefully, so hopefully that's the response. That's that if that do. happens, that, if that happens. Because they deserve it. So, okay, so with that being said then, um, back to the answering your question, do you think that the WWE's analytical team, if they're 
I'm sure they have one. Every company should. Do you think that they pay close attention to the buys and the viewership that Russell Kingdom got? And and maybe uh, with with in a combination of that and a combination of possibility the the experiment that we're gonna call the UK Championship Tournament. Do you think they're putting that together to maybe possibly be, you know, convincing themselves that maybe they can host the WrestleMania? You know, outside of the North America? It would be ignorant of them to look at to not look at any other uh, wrestling promotion from some small joint wrestling in front of a gas station to sell out the Tokyo Dome around the world. Uh, WWE has literally a worldwide imprint every, you know, and, and they are on almost every continent. I think they, own, they don't go to South America. That's the only place they don't go. Actually, <laughs> so, they're just now. Actually, I think they are. They went to Chile not too long ago. Right. That was so like the first time thing. ever, too. Right. So they literally have a worldwide imprint, and that's not for just, you know, just, hey, let's go to Chile, and we're going to keep moving. No, they, they know. They have the numbers. They know the numbers. They know who they're working with. Yeah. With that I said, think, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's their, it's their arrogance that will say, no, well, we're just going to uh, rent out a real Goku and Summer Hall, and we're just going to have a show there, and nobody's going to care. So it's a little bit of both. It's that, hey, you know, WWE, I got WWE money. Like, let's pay everybody off. It's cool. But they know exactly who they're dealing with. They know exactly yeah. who to talk to. I mean, it's the fact that they got the governor to come out and pimp out WrestleMania. They, they know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're the wrestling mafia. Yeah, they, they're going to have to know that. And, like, even with Japan, it's like, you're like, oh, like, WWE, that's not their backyard. Of course they're not. But Triple H wants it to be their backyard. That's why all of a sudden you're looking at their shows like, why are all these old old Japan guys here? Is that is that Kenta? Is, is that Kenta? You got all these people. Right. Yeah, they're not stupid. They're gonna yeah, know who no, to they talk don't. to. They, they're gonna know who to talk to. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're gonna have some type of pulse somewhere. Now, arrogance, of course, of course. You tell me, you tell me one company that doesn't have arrogance, or yeah. you know, and, and that's like that's like. You know, you say if there are, is anybody, is WWE paying attention? They're paying attention like Coca-Cola pays attention to somebody signing Pepsi. Who got Pepsi? Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> that's how they, yeah. that's kind of how they see it. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, sometimes like who got Pepsi? They're going to be like, oh, okay. It's going to be one of the two. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I definitely, I, I definitely think we all we can agree we're all going to turn in uh, to the UK Championship Tournament this Saturday. And uh, is it Friday and Saturday or Saturday? Oh, Saturday I and Sunday. Next week. I thought it was next week. Is it? No, no, it no. Week? It's this. It's this no, week. It's, it's yeah, it's definitely um, Saturday and Sunday, the fourteenth and fifteenth. Right, right. And um, oh, oh. it will be shown here Eastern Standard Time, three o'clock. I, I believe. I think so. So. Um, three in the morning. So no, 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 no. It's an 8, 8 p.m. start in London, so that's 3 p.m. here, noon out west. Yeah. Oh. So, right. Well, that's not too bad. That's actually not too bad, actually. But that's the best thing, and this is something that uh, Two James and I were talking about earlier. No, I think you, I have, think that, I think you like, have that messed up. It's 8 London, 3 here, 6 West Coast. It's, it's noon in the West Coast because they're behind us three hours. 
Just go ahead and pull yeah. out that World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we, I'm sorry. We went this way with the with the time. I don't know. You went I'm count, that yeah, way. You're right. You're right. I'm counting. You know, I just took a bad, Atlantic right now. I don't know what you're doing. a bad yeah, connecting yeah. flight there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, so. I think that this UK tournament is a beta test for a possible global expansion. Uh, meaning, will yeah. the will WWE uh, universe ugh, will they get up? at 9 a.m. on the West Coast for a pre-show uh, to your show, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, whatever it is. Will they get well, up there early for a live London show? I think you they know what? I think they're. I think it's sort of like what they're doing <laughs> in Japan, what they're doing in Japan. And my friend um, who's actually um, lives in Japan and went to the last um, few shows that WWE had out there, and he noticed how bigger they get every year, it's like, yeah, they're doing that because they want to know, do we have a market there? And I think WWE knows they have people in England. It's not like they're scared of England. You know what I mean? It's not like they're scared, right. but they really want uh, a flag there. Put it that, that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They want something. Right. They want something over there. And I think this company, I think that, um, that, um, that, um, the, 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 um, tournament will determine that though. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. With that, with that yep. being said though, um, tonight was definitely fun. We're all going to watch it on Saturday. Uh, no matter if I'm watching it on the right time or not, or gave the West Coast the wrong time or not, we're all going to watch it. It's going to be on the network. Um, hopefully, it has as great of, as a come out as the CWC did. Um, but I definitely want to invite both of you guys um, and Chris, who had to leave a little bit early, back next week, maybe uh, Wednesday again, same time, and maybe discuss you know the results from the tournament um, as far as what's next for the WWE considering their success or fail of the show. And like Jamal said, I don't think there's going to be a fail. I think the I think the only failure is going to be, if, like you said, if nobody. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and, and that's a possibility. Right. But yeah, like Jamal said, you know, this is the test in a way. Know, what's, 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 let's put it this way. What's the number? What's yeah. what's the number WWE for you to say nobody watched this? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah, and ultimately, <laughs> ultimately too, what is the end result of the tournament? What's gonna what's gonna be the implication? Or right? like, will there be a daily show? Will there be something yes. to yes, they will kind of mimic two hundred five live? What's the ultimate end game of this? So yeah, no, the end game. Uh, I think now Joe McGinnis said that they're, they're going to produce a weekly show in the UK for the WWE, I don't know if it's gonna be a worldwide on the network because it is region locked, yeah. but um, yeah. they do have, uh, they are working towards the goal of creating a UK champion and developing a UK TV show for the UK. Okay. And I think honestly, if that's something they can put out worldwide, then any good um, live um, programming on the network is good because personally, I don't have it. Raw doesn't hold up for me. Uh, WCW that oh, doesn't hold up for me. I can't go back to watch Thunder from 1999. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth $10. I don't want to see Glacier versus Kidman for the 19th time. It's, it's just not worth it. But I also don't want to see a lot of the BS uh, you know, shows they have, like Legends House. No. I don't want to see Tony Atlas cry about his brother. So I came for wrestling. So they give me live wrestling. And uh, as of right now, more wrestling is good. And also, let's not forget that they were in China last year, um, and they brought some people back. So I think that if this thing goes really well, and I don't know what that number would be or that mark that they're trying to hit, 
but this certainly could be a thing to jump off a jumping off point mm -hmm. for a Japanese production, an Australian production, a Chinese production in a market that is completely untapped. They I don't really do rest pro wrestling in China. And you know, I think really for like, you know, that's what he, you know, you notice that it's a different, uh, it's a different um, way they take it. Like we want to get the best, they wanted to get the best from what, what at least they take is the best from Mexico, the best from the best from Japan, the best from the UK. You want to get the best people on it. You notice that WWE has been getting international last three or four, like three or four, four to three years. They've been really getting super big on let's do something elsewhere to get, make money over there because Vince is, because yeah, you can tell that Triple H's take is kind of stretching out. You know what I mean? There are new ideas that they, that WWE, I'm shocked, never did before. And that they're yeah. finally now all of a sudden doing. You know what I mean? They're, 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 but there it comes back to the arrogance where it's like, yeah, again, this is mine. We planted our flag. This is it. We're untouchable. We don't need to do anything else. Nobody's bigger than us. But 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 wall culture is, is water sport is, oh, really? You can't tournament. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> But He's I think, done. It is, and and I think what's what they, and a lot of people saw that in the late two thousands. They looked around, and was like, "Holy crap, we snuffed out half of wrestling." There's like nobody out here right now. <laughs> you you like, you like you burned it all trying to be the giant. So you know they're trying to give back, and you know you know I get what they're doing. You know, so you, you just hopefully it works out. All right. Anyway, well, definitely, like I said. Um, the invitation is open for Wednesday. If you guys want to chat, chit chat some more again to uh, talk the results or anything, it's it's, it's totally open. Um, before we get out of here, um, Jamal, go ahead and you know plug everything. Yeah, so you can uh, find me online on the Twitter at giant underscore crab k r a b b. Uh, ton of reviews coming out for over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Patriots Day, I'm seeing. I've already seen that that comes out uh, this Friday. Uh, catch my reviews at realfilmnews.com. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next Wednesday. All right, and uh, uh, for the thirty-three point three 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 percent of uh, the three black yeah. geeks, uh, one third would have been easier. You're one right. third would have been easier, but it's all good. Um, like I said, uh, again, three black geeks. That's the number three black geeks, all one word. Uh, type that into Google. You can find our YouTube page. Everything. I mean, they got us all listed out. I love it. I love it now. You know, not to toot my own home, but horn but i love the fact now that you can type in three b l a and we automatically come up i love that but um <laughs> but um but um as far as um you can find everything there you can find me at my twitter page which i always do my new year's resolution every year is to get on twitter more and i always give out by may so hopefully <laughs> i so hopefully i'll stay on a little bit longer and at least stop sprinkling a little bit in and out but my name is um uh, D the Black Geek at, on um on D E E the Black Geek on Twitter. So um outside of that, yeah, we're you know come, just go to our site, man. We got nothing but podcasts on top of podcasts. So just check it us out. Awesome, man. Uh, D Dick. Uh, D. Della. I'm getting so tongue tied. Yeah, D, also, good. thank you for having me on the sh on a couple of you guys' show. It's always fun chit chatting with you, mm -hmm. uh, Jamal. Thank you always and always for giving me your time too, as well to talk some wrestling. So. Um, for two chains of the Big Old Boat Wrestling Podcast, you know where to find us all at. All our info is all in under the links and everything. Um, we'll catch y'all guys next week. Y'all take care.